0: Headline Hollywood! Entertainment cronies and cinema elitists hand out awards for excellence in moving pictures. Sometimes the winners don't hold up to the test of time, so we're here in the future to tell them how they got it wrong. This is Switch the Envelope! Welcome to Switch the Envelope, the podcast that aims at rewriting Hollywood award history. My name is Corey. And my name is Jeff. This is part two of this week's episode in which we are exploring the 2010 Best Supporting Actress of uh, category. Uh, and uh, just to refresh for anybody who, um, you know, maybe didn't listen to part one or whatnot, it's okay. Because you don't need to. We yeah. got it all right here. Yeah, this is our results show. You can just get right into it. Just but get let's, right into it, man. Let's go ahead and recap the nominees for 2010's Best Supporting Actress and our alternates um, for this episode. All right. And the nominees are Monique with Precious. Vera Farmaja for Up in the Air.
1: Penelope Cruz, Nine.
0: Maggie Gyllenhaal, Crazy Heart. Anna Kendrick, mm, Up in the Air. <laughs> and now for our alternates Dakota Fanning, Push.
1: Diane Kruger, Inglorious Bastards.
0: And Melanie Laurent for Inglorious Bastards.
1: And right. Megan Fox, Jennifer's Body. Oh wait, do we?
0: No, we're not. We're not. I don't. Oh, I think, we didn't put that one in. Yeah, we didn't put. Oh shit. Okay. Megan Fox. Okay. Right. We'll go. We'll go back. Yeah. Just. And take that. We'll go back it, and take that out. We'll take, we'll out. take that. Out. We'll yeah. It's fine. Um, no one will ever notice. <laughs> yeah. No one will ever notice that. Um. You know. It, it's a. It's a decent list. This. Um. This year. Uh. Had a pretty varied. Uh. Performance grab for uh for the nominees that they that they went into.
1: Yeah. They only put two in from the same from the
0: same year. Yeah. So our alternates have two from another movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so apparently the Academy loved in Up in the Air and we loved Inglorious Bastards. Yes. So. Uh,
0: let's go ahead and tell the people listening what our new, well, our adjusted actor uh, metric is going to be. It's a little different from our regular Best Picture uh, metric.
1: As with every different category that we assess, we base it on a five-finger scale. With the Actress category... We base it on five different areas of assessment. Yes. Sure. Okay, if a role has been deemed Oscar-worthy by us, we give them one finger. If that actress is the only person that could have played that part, we give it two fingers. If this is an example of that actress's best work, we give this three fingers. If the actress is deemed to be believable in that role, we give the actress... Four fingers. And if we are invested in this character, we give the actress five fingers. The
0: perfect score.
1: The perfect score. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if any actress is going to be getting a perfect score today, but we'll see on our metric. So, let's start with our metric. Corey, yeah, who we can start with?
0: Let's finger these actresses. Oh, Whoa. That, that came out
1: a little... Whoa. <laughs> I don't know, man. Edit that out, too. Hashtag me, too. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's start with our winner, Monique. She was in Precious, which is um, is a rough rough watch uh, of a movie. Not not that it's it's hard to watch because it's not a good movie. It's a really good movie, but the themes that are in it make it very um, it's very hard hard to sit with it. Yeah, you know, um, which makes it a very impactful piece of cinema. Um, really well done, um, and I, I liked everybody that was in it, um, Monique included. Um, so we'll, we'll see how she fares. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see.
1: Okay, let's run the metric. Uh,
0: so was her performance Oscar-worthy?
1: Um, I don't feel that Monique's per- performance was Oscar-worthy in this movie.
0: So <clears throat> uh, for the most part of this movie, she's just kind of like angry mom, right? And I've seen that a bunch, and that doesn't necessarily speak to me as like, oh, yeah, that's Oscar-worthy. Um, but that ending scene where she breaks down and details all of the abuse and that she was complicit in it and that, you know, she feels guilty about it and she breaks down and she gives back, you you know, um, the, the child to precious and, and all of that to try to redeem herself. That's a really powerful scene. So I would say that for that scene alone, it's Oscar worthy, and I think that's probably what everybody left the theater going, "Wow, Monique," you know. But all this stuff leading up to it, she's just kind of throwing shit and yelling and smoking the entire movie. You I know? think
1: Monique is an average actress, and I think when they when an average actress comes off with a above average performance or a g- good performance, mm. they are um, thought to be Oscar worthy. Sure, but I think when an, when a great actor comes off with a great performance, it's like, oh, well, they did this. Sure,
0: you know, what I mean? it's it feels yeah, it's it's harder to. To say that, like, oh, that was great because they're always great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to say that the the performance itself became Oscar worthy throughout the course of the film. So I, I think we're split here. Um, half a point. Half point. Um, is she the only actress that could have played this character?
1: I do not think so.
0: I, I would agree with you. There There are some other very powerful older actresses who could have played this damaged mom.
1: Yeah. Viola Davis. Viola
0: Davis probably would have put on a powerhouse performance, but she might have been one where everybody's like, yeah, she's always great. Yeah. You know, um, I just love anything Viola Davis is in. I will watch anything Viola Davis is in. Um, Yeah, I I mean, even like Whoopi Goldberg probably could have brought something incredible to this role.
1: Yeah, and then that would have gotten her off The View for a little while. (laughs) It might have. Because I feel like she's wasting her talents
0: on On The the View. view. Yeah. I, I want her to be in another, like, just great movie. Like, I miss Whoopi Goldberg doing great things in cinema. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, yeah, me too. Oh. I mean, and not, not the, like, Eddie stuff that she did.
1: <laughs> no, like, dude, even Jumpin' Jack Flash.
0: <laughs> no. See, that's what I'm talking no, about. No, Jumpin' Jack Flash not was that. great. I'm saying, like, Color Purple. No, Color Purple was great. Ghost. Ghost is Like, good. I want to see Whoopi Goldberg doing that kind of shit again. And it, maybe she's just like, nah, it's too much work. <laughs>
1: Maybe, or maybe she's got a buttload of money for all those movies. She she's might, done.
0: she might. But I, I would love to see her, her make sort of a comeback.
1: That's <laughs> go.
0: Is this an example of Monique's best work?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: I mean, I don't really know much else of Monique's work.
1: She's done a lot of movies, or, or I should say, she hasn't done. She's not Samuel L. Jackson or anything, but right. she's done a. She's done her fair share of movies, but I think this is the best work she's done.
0: All right, I'll give it to her. I mean, she was completely, you know, like she disappears in this role so like she does a really good job in it so yeah i believe i mean um, best work i'll give it yeah. to her um, is she believable as angry angry mom who's taken advantage of the system i believe
1: she's believable absolutely believable i, I believe all the
0: believable. rage and i believe i believed all of the guilt that she felt at the end yeah. in that in that scene for sure um, okay, so a finger there. Uh, are you invested in her character? I am invested in this character. I think you're invested in her getting, like, because she's sort of, she's the villain of this of this movie, uh, as most supporting actors uh, kind of are, like, a lot of times villains in movies become the supporting actor um, nominations. Um, as the villain, you want her to be just put in her place, torn down, you know, and, you know, sort of when it happens, it's very redeeming, and yeah, I'm invested all the way, sure.
1: Yeah. Okay, so how many how many fingers right, so does, up, Mo- one, does two, Monique three get? Three and a half. Three
0: and a half. Three and a half, and fingers. And a half fingers for Monique. That's a All decent right. score.
1: Next on the
0: next on the list, Vera for 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 I don't know how to say her fromage. name, but the lady that's in up in up in the air, up in the air. She is gorgeous. She's she is got, gorgeous. She's got some in departed. Some I was great in love eyes. with her.
1: I was in love with her in departed.
0: Um, she's very captivating on screen for sure. Yeah. Also, I really enjoy the fact that in this movie, Up in the Air, they don't try to pit George Clooney, who is older male actor, with a super young female as his love interest. I mean, Anna Kendrick also in this movie, but not his love interest. Um, you know, Vera Formagia is a uh, formiga? I don't know. Um, she is- Formiga? Formica. Formica. <laughs> I don't think that's it. <laughs> um, I think that that because they are comparable um, in age and in sort of where they are in their lives, y- you know, like that plays really well as an adult drama um, in their sort of love story together. Um, and I don't see why Oscar doesn't see or like, uh, excuse me, the um, Hollywood doesn't see that that can work. I don't see why they don't, why they can't compute that like you can put people together that are of the same age and it works. Better I think
1: Well, it did it worked great in this movie. It's, it's Hollywood really great is in chemistry. love with this movie. yeah, so you know,
0: but then we still don't do it. I mean even in the same year we're going to get to you know Maggie Gyllenhaal. she's much younger than um, what's his face? Oh God damn it <laughs> Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> um, all I could think of was Brian Cranston. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I was calling him Jeff Daniels, and I was like, man eh, yeah. no
0: Jeff. Um, Jeff Bridges in in Crazy Heart, there's a huge age gap. In there, and that sort of plays into what Hollywood likes to do, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, going back to Up in the Air, do you think that um, This was Oscar Oscar-worthy. Worthy.
1: I think this was Oscar-worthy.
0: I'm on the fence about whether or not it should be well, Oscar-worthy. Well, jump one
1: side or the other, brother. Come on, man. Um,
0: it's a perfectly serviceable role. I'm not sure that there's anything crazy about it that would push it up into the sort of Oscar realm. Um, you know, as far as like the sort of, uh, emotional arc and stuff that her character has to go through. I think
1: her character's emotional arc is actually good.
0: Yeah. But is it strong enough to top a Monique or, you know, when new... he
1: shows up at her house and she's like, Hey motherfucker, this is my house. We yeah. have a love affair on the road, bitch.
0: I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure that it's Oscar worthy.
1: All right. So half, half, half a point. All right. Would it be the same with a different actor? I believe that she brings a uniqueness to this character that another actress would not.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think about um like other actresses that would have been, you know, sort of along the same lines where she's comparable in age to George Clooney and can give a bit of a fiery, you know, like play with with him and then also be sort of like, you know, businesswoman or whatever. She's
1: also got a look where she looks like a businesswoman, but she is very attractive. Yeah. Um, cause some of the people at the same age in the same time that would have been looked innocent. Yeah. Um,
0: or would have been too glamorous like a Nicole Kidman, well, right? Well, not. Like,
1: yeah. Nicole Kidman would be too glamorous, but you'd think like, uh, even, you know, Jennifer Aniston at the time or some of these people that would have had, cause Jennifer Aniston did the, what was the movie that she did with, um, horrible bosses? No, no. I was going to say, um, the movie where she was on the train and she was, it was a very gritty movie. Um,
0: uh, I don't remember the title of that movie. I know what movie you're talking about. I don't remember it's the title. With the British guy. Nah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Un- Unimportant. But she no, was but capable. I mean, no, yeah. she
1: did. She did. That was a very good part for her because sure. it was not at all. Uh, you know, um, Rachel. She could have played something like that, but I still feel like the. I still feel like she couldn't have played it as good.
0: Well, I think I think there's a there's a chemistry that she brings between her and George Clooney that I I don't. I don't know that we get from somebody else in that same way, you know what I'm saying?
1: yes, so I agree I,
0: I think, yeah, I think I'm inclined to say that like she was perfectly cast for this this particular I agree. role,
1: and is it an example of her best work? no hmm, and the only reason I say that is because her part in departed is so good
0: so you're you're saying that there's other stuff that points to being better than than this particular role,
1: yes, I mean, I do think that her character in um bates Motels also just sure. fantastic
0: i i think she's a really solid actress across the board like there isn't a lot that i've seen her in i don't think anything that i've seen her in where i've gone well maybe not i think this doesn't test her hmm i mean that might be true but and I,
1: you're great you said it wasn't oscar worthy so if how i do don't
0: you, i don't think that the character itself as written is like oscar worthy but that doesn't mean that like her portrayal wasn't really good you know what i'm saying I I don't know. I think you can't have one without the other. I think you can um because there are plenty of people who put in solid work in bad movies um or 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 put solid work into a character to make that character believable but like the character itself isn't Especially in these peripheral sides, I think it's an Oscar-worthy roles.
1: performance. But I just think she has done better performances after this movie.
0: All right, I think we're the exact opposite on this. Yes, I think <laughs> after
1: this movie, she did such better work because she did do The Departed. She did do other stuff. She did do base. She's doing too I know it's a TV, TV thing, yeah. but she does other stuff that's
0: just
1: she is really good in.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to give her half a point. But at that's least.
1: not to de- that's not to say this movie wasn't great and that it sure. wasn't Oscar-worthy. It's just I think she's done better stuff later.
0: All right, ha- half a point. Um is she believable in this role? Yes. Yes, I think we we don't really get the uh the different actor point if we don't also believe this person. Um you know, like they have to be completely believable and then believable as the only person to be able to play this role, you know. Um so those kind of kind of go in tandem. Um but uh yeah, absolutely she's believable. She is so just hot, charming in this oh, movie. Sorry, charming. charming. Gotcha. Yeah. No, 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 like the the chemistry alone in this movie is is fantastic. Yeah, it is uh, be, between the two of them. There's just not a lot of depth on her side. There's a lot on George Clooney's side, but like on her side, she's a little thin. There is depth.
1: I feel it. Yeah. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So are you invested in the character?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm in. I'm invested in. Her, I am. her and George Clooney together. So by virtue of that, yes, I'm invested in her character. Yes, I am. All right. So that gives her one, two, three. Four solid fingers four fingers better than Monique I would agree yeah a little you know? better than Monique's character um, because Monique th- really just has that one that one scene but I think the problem is
1: is that Monique is playing a part from a book that was very beloved and has a very heavy it's a very heavy character that Monique's playing
0: Yes and I, I think the movie in, in, in general is better than up in the air. It's better from, from a yes. from that standpoint. However, Monique's If we're just looking at
1: Monique's character, right? I think that and her portrayal of that character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then I don't. I think uh, Vera for for Miga for might be for Form, from
0: from for Micah. is yes. better. Uh, all right, moving on to Penelope Cruz in nine.
1: Okay, since this movie is not available in the U.S., we're going to throw it over to our Spanish correspondents in the beautiful country of Spain to tell us what the metric will be. Here we go. Ready? Throw it to the delegates. Throw go. it to the delegates. Go.
0: And we're back. Okay, all right. I mean, uh, I don't understand what they said, but... Uh, no. You know, I know more more Spanish than I know Italian, and I still don't understand what they said. No, but they did
1: say that she got a what?
0: Uh... Dos dedos. Dos whatever, dedos. Whatever that means
1: Dos dedos. That is two fingers. I do oh. understand two, oh, two fingers, fingers. fingers in Spanish. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So dos dedos for for Penelope Cruz. So okay. Penelope Cruz got to, two fingers. Two fingers. Two fingers. Two fingers.
0: Uh, that probably sounds right. Moving yeah. on. Moving on uh, to Maggie Gyllenhaal in Crazy Heart. Crazy. The... <laughs> uh, she plays uh, you know a reporter that falls in love with a country singer.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, she this, does. This
0: movie is. Almost a Star Is Born. <laughs> it kind
1: of is a Star Is Born,
0: almost, except that she's. I mean, she actually she does kind of come up as a reporter at the end, but we don't see that journey, and it doesn't tear down. So,
1: are we going to throw this to our to our our correspondents in uh, in no. Texas? No, 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 Lone Star, our Lone Star
0: correspondents. No, because I would understand them, and I okay. understood all the words all right. in this. Although it was funny, um, the sound uh, mixing in this movie was so bad. That I had to watch um, the rest of this movie in subtitles because the performance parts of this movie were like really loud, and then they would go talk, and because they're all talking in southern accent, that could have been, been a
1: streaming thing.
0: Uh, I don't know. I watched it. I watched it on demand. I think it's on like Cinemax on demand or whatever. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, so it was on my like regular TV, you know. Oh man. Uh, But the um, yeah, the sound would just fluctuate, and then they were talking in a southern it's accent. An indie and film, mumbling. right? This is an indie film. Indie-ish, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I actually had to put subtitles on just so that I made sure that I caught actually what they were saying as opposed to what I think that they were saying. You know. Um. But you know they are speaking English, so I think we can, <laughs> we can accurately. All right. Well, let's run the metric. Was
1: this movie Oscar-worthy performance? Was this Oscar-worthy performance by Maggie Gyllenhaal?
0: At first, I thought no, and then as we were, um, as you go through the movie, there's a lot of different things that. To sort of compound her character and you know she's a mom and all that kind of stuff um but early on in the movie i thought hmm this is this is the, the role that got her nominated you know like i was i was a little surprised at first because she was coming off rather vanilla and then you start to see you know bits of her unravel and there's this real good moment where she um like she's falling in love with with uh, jeff bridge's character bad and he starts just sort of writing a song on her bed and she breaks down and is like um, you're you just wrote this beautiful little little song because you can, and you're going to move on past me because I'm just some fling that happened to you on your tour, and every time I lay down in that bed, I'm going to hear that melody, and it's going to break my heart because you will never f- remember me. You know, I'll just be this this thing that happened in your life that you won't remember, and um, it's th- that's when her character sort of turned for me and became Oscar worthy. You know,
1: okay. So, um, I'm going to say yes, it is Oscar-worthy mm-hmm. also. Um, so, we both say ask Oscar-worthy for that? Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, would the movie be the same with a different actress?
0: Is she the only one that could have played that role? I don't
1: know. I think there's other people that could have played it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think I think we could have gotten like a... Monique. <laughs> um, <laughs> Son of a- um, uh, I think I think uh, Somebody that likes of, Like a Kerry Washington Or a Natalie Portman Could have played this role uh, Liv Tyler No not Liv um, Tyler Alicia Silverstone No not not them okay. I, I think I think there are Anybody a lot from of... the crazy video Get it Oh <laughs> yeah, right. it's crazy heart Crazy heart Yeah I get it um, I think there are, are Plenty of actresses That are comparable To Maggie Gyllenhaal That could have brought The, the same You know Approach Yeah I really do think that Um Unfortunately, um, because half of the role is very vanilla, <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so no, no points there. But I guess.
1: Do you believe that this would be the the example of her best work?
0: I mean, looking through her, her sort of body of work, um, there is stuff that sort of matches this, but I'm I'm not sure that um, anything is better.
1: I think this is a if she was to talk if she was in a room talking to people and someone was like, Hey, Maggie what's a movie I should see of yours to show me your best work? I think she would say, see Crazy Heart. Some of my best work.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a- I can net, see you're saying that. There's like some TV stuff, like she's in uh, The Deuce, which is really good. She's really good in The Deuce um, on, uh, is that Showtime or HBO? HBO. HBO, yeah. Um, she's but supposed to be really good in The Kindergarten Teacher, you know? I, I haven't seen it, but that's a Netflix TV. Or but I mean, Netflix like movies, so. movies.
1: Movies. I think this is probably the body of work that she. This is part of the body of work that she's going to think is like. Yeah,
0: this this, this would, would be towards the top for sure. Yeah, I would give it to her.
1: And is she believable in the role?
0: Uh, yeah, believable as a mom who's sort of single momming it and falls in love with uh, a this country Jerk. singer who whirls through her world and is disappointed in him for not being better than he is. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, I, I believed her. And
1: it's weird when Bradley Cooper takes her out on stage for the first time. Right. It's really crazy. And when
0: Bradley Cooper pisses his pants. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Not this at, movie. At the awards show? Oh, the, no, no, no. Different movie. Different, different movie. Different, 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 movie. different got movie. Got different it. Got movie. This is not Star is Born. I mean, after seeing Star is Born, Lady Gaga could have totally played this role. <laughs>
1: Lady Gaga could have totally <laughs> killed this role, even eight years ago.
0: Yeah. Um, are you invested in her character?
1: Um, I am. Very I invested.
0: Agree. I would agree. Um, this this movie kind mostly of
1: mostly because I actually kind of think I, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal.
0: Yeah, I mean I like her as an better actress better than her brother. I like I like her as an actress. There there is a bit of the sort of Gyllenhaals that um feels personally like as, as people they feel a little bit like they they like the Gyllenhaals. <laughs> you know what I mean? I am not sure if that's true. I've never you know I've never met met them, but there's there's a bit of um like they have an air of importance about them as sort of a Hollywood family that does good work. Yeah. And then you look at the resume and you're like, well, I mean, you've done some good stuff, but eh.
1: they might be, you might, you might think of them sitting around their table talking about how great they are.
0: Yeah. You were also in monster house. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is her. We're ending here. with Talia Per tally up her score. One, two, three, four, solid four. Same as Vera Farmiga. 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 I think it's Farmiga. I okay. believe it is. We've been, pro- maybe by the end of this, we'll we've have been mispronouncing name. her name the entire time. Okay Hopefully we don't have to do a tiebreaker with her (laughs) and say her name again. Um, Moving on to Anna Kendrick in Up in the Air. Do you think her role is Oscar worthy?
1: Um, Do I? No. I do not think that Anna Kendrick's role in this is Oscar worthy because she is the quirky assistant.
0: She's spunky, for sure.
1: I just don't think it's Oscar worthy.
0: Um, For I don't think
1: it's better than Monique.
0: No, no. Absolutely not. So um, she has she has a much mellower arc to her to her character, though there is a very defined arc. Um, you know, part of the problem that I had with uh, Vera Farmiga's role um, was that the character didn't really have much of an arc. She kind of stays the same, and George Clooney has the arc. Um, Anna Kendrick actually has an arc, but I still don't think it's enough in this movie to really like hone in on really powerful acting. She's spunky and really cute in the in the movie and you know, she's captivating, but Oscar worthy? Uh, I don't know. Okay. So no. Uh she, would the movie have been the same with a different actress? Like is she the only actress that could have played that spunky side character?
1: I think that she could anybody could have played this character that mm. is of the same age, kind of the same um ability to mm. play that character
0: i think uh similar to vera farmiga there, jesse spano there, from <laughs> saved by the bell i think there know. there has to be a bit of that chemistry play with george clooney in in their sort of respective roles the way he interacts with anna kendrick and the way he he reacts um to his love interest are very different and there is a a sort of charm that is very anna kendrick that she brings specifically to this role um that I'm not sure there are other actresses that are that plunky, plucky.
1: Okay, I mean, you know? I mean, I see what you're saying. I still don't think that she's the only one that could have played this part, because the part itself is just kind of, it's not like a pivotal role. I mean, it's a pivotal role in this movie, but I don't think it's something that just uh, made her bra- make or break this movie. I think okay. anybody could have played that. All right, half a point. Half a point. Uh,
0: is it an example of Anna Kendrick's best work?
1: Now, I would say no
0: i mean yeah she's she was nominated for it the other like pieces of her work are like really independent quirky films and like pitch perfect um you know i don't think she's been in something that's been as sort of poignant that could say that she's doing better work
1: but the thing is would you if she was going to say well because everything else she's doing is because she did into the woods and i think into the woods is something that's probably her best work She's okay. so that's. I don't I think
0: say. I don't think it eclipses this necessarily. So that we're at odds, I guess. Um, half a point. Half point. Um, is she, is she believable? believable as his assistant? Yes, she's believable. Yeah, yeah. And even when she's she sort of takes over for him mm-hmm. um, and starts using the the new method of doing the things and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I believe her. Uh, are you invested in her character?
1: I'm always invested in everything she does.
0: I think by the fact that she's Anna Kendrick and she's charming and cute and tiny, like yeah, yeah I was invested in her from the jump just because. Yeah, I saw Anna Kendrick I have like, an attraction oh. to her, but like yeah, um, the role itself too. You're you're invested in, in her, her sort of growth. Exactly. Um, so her final score is one, two, three, solid three, three
1: solid three. You know, I feel like she should get more because of my. Fascination with Anna Kendrick, but you know what? I got to be true to the science. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, well, yeah, it, it is science. You can't it is really science argue and with I it. I can't,
1: you know, I got to be true. I got to be true.
0: <clears throat> uh, no bias. O- moving on to Dakota Fanning and Push. Is this an Oscar worthy role for Dakota Fanning?
1: Uh, yeah. I think it's Oscar worthy.
0: I mean, she's, she's it's her being, you know, sort of the first for- foray into grown up dakota fanning you know um i don't know that it's strong enough to be oscar worthy
1: well you gotta understand the oscars know what they're talking about and they nominated her at this position they
0: didn't we oh we nominated her they didn't yeah oh shit so well we know we nominated her so it's oscar worthy all right you can go we'll split it it's it's a half Half point half a point
1: (laughs) would it be the same with a different actress
0: um, you know what? Like, because you you have to kind of judge her against actresses of her her sort of age, um, at the time to be able to to pull off the sort of maturity that Dakota Fanning can bring. I think the only other actress really is like her sister, but her sister would have been too young at this point.
1: And also, she was not cheesy in this role. She was very mature. She was very um believable. Yeah, not to answer other questions, but she's very believable in this role. So I think that um, it's hard to find someone at her age at that time who could pull this off. So I. Right,
0: she she has a, a certain she's the only sense one that could do it of gravitas for her age, certainly, you know. And we didn't really know about Elizabeth Olsen at this time, so you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll give her we'll give her a finger for that. Um, is this an example of her best work? No, no. She I I don't know. Yeah, she she continues to do better and better stuff as she matures as an actress. I mean, she took some time off and then came back and was still good. You know, yeah, she's um, going to keep
1: doing good work. So I don't think this is an example of her best she, work.
0: She is a shining star. Same reason of why, good when
1: you were saying that Gilbert Grape was an example of, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio, I said the same thing. Like I think they keep getting childer people who have started young. They keep doing better work as they get older. Um, I don't think Dakota Fanning is this,
0: this particular is an role. I think qualifies, but some of her like childhood acting roles would qualify as as best work. And then some of her adult roles would also qualify as best work. Y- you know, um, this particular one is sort of a bridge for me. Um, I mean, I do recognize that this is her jumping into more of like a serious foray of acting uh, outside of just playing the kid, the cool, like the really good kid actor, you know? So, like, I give her props for that, but I'm not sure that I would consider this her best work overall, you know? Yeah. Um moving to is she believable as the girl who sees the future?
1: I believe that she is definitely believable as the girl who sees the future.
0: I believe every every bit of this movie. This ensemble cast She ties um, this whole
1: cast together.
0: She does. Uh she's 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 really good. Um on screen. She's just really really good. Um and yeah, you you believe her. I mean, there's no reason why you wouldn't believe her in in this role. Um this movie in general, while as a whole, probably wouldn't hold up to the caliber of any of these other Oscar movies. Like, admittedly, um, I really enjoyed this movie uh, a ton as being something that is a precursor to all of the um, the superhero movies and stuff that we're about to get in you know the next years that follow this almost immediately. Uh, before this, it was really hot and cold. For comic book movies and the well, comic yeah, book movies. Yeah, because they had. <laughs> Never well, mind.
1: I was going to make a really bad comic book joke.
0: <laughs> the comic book movies that were good were the ones that you didn't realize were comic book movies, oftentimes. Jumper. Uh, well, no, not. J- Jumper wasn't wasn't another great, but like. I loved Constantine or you know, whatever. Like, you know, they, they are just movies that, you know, were like interesting or really good premises or whatever. And then you realize later, like, oh, yeah. It's well, no, man, you had all, all the
1: Batman movies. All the Batman movies were here aside. And, aside from yeah, the Batman on, movies, yeah, I'm saying they had some c- good comic book movies. But
0: too. we're we're about to hit like the sort of sweet spot of like the MCU and you know whatnot, and the revamping of the X Men movies and stuff. Like the X Men movie we got this year was X Men uh, Origins Wolverine, which is the worst X Men movie. It's terrible, you know. So that's the other caliber that we're dealing with with like mutant and special abilities movies. You know, yeah. and this one sort of shine, shines for me. And as a nerd, I'm glad that we are talking about it. <laughs> um, so she was believable. Uh, are you invested in her character? Yes. I mean, the entire time she's saying, We're going to die. There is no scenario in which we don't die. I'm seeing it and we die.
1: I know, she gives you that, uh, that fear. She gives you the yeah, fear.
0: Yeah, she, she really sets the stakes from, from her character's uh, standpoint. And, um, and
1: actually, it's kind of funny because Chris Evans the whole time is going, we're not going to die. And she's yeah. like, no, we're going to die. like he's like, mm, he's like no, nope, that's not part of my we're plan. Not, we're not going to die.
0: <laughs> and she's like, hmm, but we do. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm invested in the character. They have good chemistry together, too, actually. Um, yeah. Chris Evans and, and uh, Dakota Fanning. Uh, sort of a brother-sister kind of a play. yeah um, that's, uh, that's got really, really good chemistry here.
1: So, what does Dakota Fanning get?
0: Uh, she gets one, two, three. Ooh, she got three and a half.
1: So, she got Switch the Envelopes, three and a half fingers.
0: So, moving on to the next one. Melanie Laurent. Melanie Laurent. This beautiful French lady who plays such an innocently terrified Jewish girl in Nazi Germany. All right, and, and so. In Bastards.
1: Is it Oscar worthy? Fuck yes. I
0: I would say so. Uh,
1: There's nothing about this movie that's not Oscar worthy. I'm surprised this is not on there as Best Supporting Actress.
0: I'm really surprised she didn't get
1: nominated as well. Um, It makes me angry a little bit.
0: There's a bit of me that thinks perhaps the studio would have been pushing for her to be Best Lead. But this is such an ensemble cast that there is no like... I mean, Vera Farmiga would be the same. Like She's a lead. There's no reason why she would necessarily be nominated as a supporting role. She is the second lead in that movie. Um, but because it's more ensemble-y driven, you can kind of teeter back and forth. Um, with un- In Glorious Bastards, too, Like she is the lead of the B storyline of this movie. So I think, you know, I would count her as a supporting actress, but I think perhaps she missed just shy... Of the lead actor thing because they were pushing the lead 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 actress. The lead
1: actress was very thick this year. It was so. um, I mean, you got like
0: Meryl Streep, Sandra Bullock, uh, Helen Mirren, and and Sandra
1: Bullock somehow won. Carrie Mulligan, Meryl Streep, and Helen Mirren, and Precious.
0: Oh yeah, Gabrielle Cidabé was was nominated. She should have she won. She should have won. She should have won. Precious should have. Maybe won. we'll we'll circle back at another time to, to best actress of this this year because uh, yeah, Precious should have won. You know, but getting back to supporting actress, would the movie be the same with a different actress? She, I, I'm hard pressed to think of another actress that would also like be fluent in French. Have an intensity to her towards the end of the film, and have a sort of innocence to her at the beginning of the film that would be believable on all all fronts. The actress
1: from Public Enemies from this year would have could have been doing able like to do this.
0: Uh, Marion Cotillard. Yes, yeah, I don't know. She always feels very intense to me. Um, In Public Enemies, she was intense. She's got a fierceness to her that I love about her, but I'm not sure that she could play that like doughy eyed um, innocent schoolgirl type, she's a little doughy eyed at in, the very beginning, uh,
1: little doughy eyed in in Public Enemies. So I don't know. I feel like it. I feel like there's somebody else that could have done this.
0: I, I don't know. There's there's um there's a real like burning half point, burning fire, half right. point it, half point. And then is it an example of her best work. Um, I mean, considering most of the other stuff is foreign foreign language films, I'm, I I saying yes. seen, I'm saying yes. I would yes. say yes. Um, if it isn't, I would like to see something better because she's, she's great in Inglorious Bastards believable in the role. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh, everything about like her her interactions with Christoph Waltz Are in this great. movie. My god, it's heart-stopping. The the sort of interactions or the scenes that she's in with him. And then when she sort of gets her comeuppance and she burns that motherfucker down uh, at the <laughs> end, you know, like you 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 root for her completely. You know, and I, I I'm I'm sure a bit of that is like, you know, we're rooting against Nazis, but um yeah, like every bit of, of her journey in that I'm 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 in it all the way. I'm invested and I believe all of her motivations.
1: So you are invested in
0: her character, you're saying? I'm invested in her character and i I think she's believable. I just answered sort, sort of both yeah, at I would the same agree. time. I'd agree. All right, cool. So that's a point each for both of four, four and a half. Four and a half. Man, we have not given anybody five fingers in the uh in this category. No, it's it's tough. It's tough. I, I don't think actors often get five. Did we give? Maybe we gave. Edward we have to Norton, look back on the show and maybe, see what we, we did, did for given best actor. Evan Edward Norton five for. I think we probably did. <laughs> All
1: right, so let's go on to uh, Diane Kruger.
0: Diane Kruger, also in *Inglorious Bastard. she plays the German starlet who turns tail on the Germans to help the Americans and British forces.
1: Yes, and they don't figure them out until uh, they do the three fingers. Yes, three fingers. She's. If you can see your, us on our YouTube channel that we don't have. Yeah, you can see the three fingers are holding.
0: More visual podcast pun or like yes. you know things. Yeah, uh, Diane Kruger is. Um, she's magic on screen. She lights up the screen.
1: Okay, so do you? Well, that um, is her. To role, our first question.
0: Yeah, is it Oscar worthy?
1: Um, I believe that this is an Oscar worthy performance.
0: Uh, I I would agree. There there's a. There's wonderful tension that happens in this movie that doesn't work if everybody's just on point in that scene.
1: Really? It's all with Christoph Waltz.
0: <laughs> uh, that one isn't with Christoph Waltz. That's the other officer no, at the it's table? With her, no. He's, it's it's with, not Christoph Waltz.
1: No. Her in the in the room when he's figuring her out. Oh,
0: that. Yes. Yes. No, no. I'm, I'm saying the three finger thing that we just talked No, I wasn't just talking about that. Was, I was saying that
1: when one of the best scenes is when he's figuring her out, he brings her in. And oh, he's yeah, sitting yeah. across from her at the table when they're at the theater. Yeah. And he's like, "This is your shoe." Oh yeah. And he's sitting there, and he's gonna he's he's gonna say, God. "Oh," and he puts on the shoe all, all, you know, strategic like, yeah. and then he jumps over the fucking table and attacks her. Yeah. And he chokes her to death. Yeah. It's a fucking weird scene, man.
0: Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> By virtue of Christoph Waltz playing off of every actor in this movie, it elevated all of their performances to Oscar worthy. Yeah. My God, um, he is a tour de force. In this movie, and I am sad that this is like the first time that we get to see him because I would have loved to have followed a an entire career of his up until this point. He's as great well. in this movie. My God, I love him in everything. Like in Django and Chain too. Like if Django is, Chain is great, too. He is so great in Django and Chain. That whole thing where he turns um Leonardo DiCaprio against himself by revealing that like his fam- favorite author is yeah. is a black author. He's like <laughs> Yeah, I think that the author would Dumas Do- uh, is black. Yeah. Yeah, like th- that whole exchange and then he gets shot like he's such a good actor. And I'm I'm glad that Quentin Tarantino found him. Uh, but I'm a little sad that we haven't we didn't get to see like him earlier and yeah. do a bunch of other great things, you know, in American cinema. But I'm glad that we have him now. And
1: mm-hmm. we're not talking about him. We are talking about supporting actress. So let's go. Back oh, to yeah. So, Diane she's she's Oscar
0: worthy. Yes. By virtue of being in this movie, everybody in this movie is Would the
1: movie be the same with a different actress. I think that because she is playing a starlet part, you could have a different actress, like, say, Uma Thurman, because it's a oh, Quentin Tarantino
0: movie. Absolutely. Why, yeah. Uh, Uma Thurman would have been a shoe in to be cast yeah. in here, and she would have brought the same intensity for sure. Yeah. Especially if you gave her,
1: like, a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah. In, in Nazi Germany, just yeah. back, just lobbing off heads. Yes. Um, um, that would have been good.
0: Yeah. I would say- Different that- movie. Totally well, if she has a samurai movie. sword, I think probably the same or equal, you know, uh, caliber. If Uma Thurman is in the same role, sure. Uh, I mean, not that she that Diane Kruger doesn't do a great job, but um, yeah, Uma Thurman would would be a one that could be replaceable, especially in an, in a Quentin Tarantino movie where he knows how to make her be her best. You know, um, yeah. So unfortunately, she doesn't get points on that shit. Uh, is this an example of Diane Krieger's best work?
1: I think it is. Um,
0: yeah, it's one of her best projects for me. You know.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Um, I don't think the National Treasure beats this movie. No, I mean, she's, she's good. In Nas- <laughs> she's very watchable in National Treasure. I mean, National Treasure is um, a very fun movie.
0: Better than this, yeah, no. Mm. But
1: I think I, this one's still a very fun movie and great acting. Yes. So this achieves being fun and achieves being...
0: And she's not having to carry Nicolas Cage. That's true. She is being. She's kind of a
1: little bit being carried.
0: Uh, I mean, she plays opposite of people that are a little better than her. I think. I would say that she's elevated because she's has to be elevated. And she carried steps up potato to the potato. You know. She steps up to the task of matching those other actors. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, or she could have been, like, been like she could have been like
1: walking in on this set and being like. Buck, I just had to get off this set with Jim, with uh, Nicholas Cage, and now I'm on set with uh, with uh, Brad Pitt and Christoph Waltz. And you know those what, guys though,
0: National Treasure has probably made her a lot more money. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> um, so yeah, best work. Uh, is she believable in this yes. role? Yes, absolutely. Uh, are and you invested in her character? I am. Again, it has a lot to do with Christoph Waltz um, and the tension that he brings with uh, her character. But you are invested in her, like, ooh, get away, get away, get away, get away. You know, like, yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, even her against Brad Pitt, you know, who's making some really interesting choices um, that I think work, but are very interesting choices as an actor. But the um, scene
1: where Brad Pitt is sitting there and he <laughs> he's trying to do the one one line of Italian that he learned, and, and she's <laughs> trying to cover for him. Yeah. That's a great
0: scene. It is. Uh, yeah. Invested in fact, in, in I'm going to fucking
1: go around watching Glorious I want to watch Glorious right right Bastards. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do too. Uh, one two three four points for Diane Kruger all right so that concludes our um, are we done our metric we've, we've done it we've scored all of them we let's scored go ahead. all the
1: best actresses from 2009 for the Academy Awards in
0: 2010 let's run down the scores uh, as as they stand for best supporting actress uh, last coming in at last um, because of our uh, our Spanish language delegates um, they uh, they gave her uh. Dos dia, I don't even. D- Dos two D-dos? fingers. Those D- two Dos. fingers. Two fingers. Uh, Penelope Cruz in nine. Uh, then next we have with three points Anna Kendrick and Up in the Air. Three fingers. Three fingers. You're correct. Three fingers. Anna Kendrick for Up in the Air. Um, then we have a bit of a tie between Dakota Fanning and Monique with three and a half fingers. I can see that. You can see that. I can see that. You can see that. Uh, you know, driving Miss Daisy level. Scoring yeah, for, for both, both those ladies, um, Oscar
1: worthy but not Oscar winner.
0: Sure, um, yeah, they were scored pretty pretty similarly <laughs> on our on our metric. Uh, then next we have a three way tie. Next we have a three way tie um, with four uh, four fingers apiece between Vera Farmiga, Maggie Gyllenhaal, and Diane Kruger. Four fingers, all
1: getting four fingers. I yes. can see that; those are very solid performances.
0: Which leaves us with a clear-cut winner. No way, with four and a half fingers, Melanie Laurent. No, I, want to play, I want
1: to play rock paper scissors. Rock paper scissors, Oscar.
0: I know. I really loved Oscar. Uh, rock paper scissors, Oscar, um, uh, in the last episode. I'm sure we'll, we'll come across oh, more man. more tiebreakers well, uh, in, in subsequent episodes. Not it's today. Science. It's science. It's, we can't yeah, argue so you science. You can't argue it. It's the the metric is spoken. Four and a half fingers given to Melanie Laurent. She's supposed to win this Oscar. She was supposed to be nominated. Not Penelope Cruz. Uh, sorry, Monique. You know, you did good, but you didn't do good enough. So we're going to... Switch to, the envelope. We're going to take your Oscar away and give it to Melanie Laurent from *Inglorious Bastards. Go ahead and change all of their Wikipedia pages. You know, make it right. Um, you know, we have switched the envelope.
1: We highly encourage changing the Wikipedia page. <laughs>
0: All right, I, start, I think I'm hearing the, the music, which means yeah. that there's only one more thing to do before we get played out.
1: There is only one thing left to do, and that is dedicate our episode to the one and only star of Up in the Air, who played the character of Maynard Finch oh, that's in not 2009. Oh, that's not George
0: Clooney's character. <laughs> that isn't. That That's not George that's Clooney's character. That's not George Clooney's character. Because we're
1: dedicating this episode to the real star of Up in the Air. Um, not George Clooney. We're dedicating this episode to the star of Up in the Air, Mr. Sam Elliott.
0: Sam Elliott,
1: he's back. Sam Elliott, we love you, man. Take care, and please remember to hit us up on Twitter at
0: SwitchEnvelope or our Instagram at SwitchTheEnvelope. Like, subscribe, and um, you know, share the show with a friend.